Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gaia Soars, a podcast about the practical application of spirituality with your host, Kimra Minuti. start this podcast by telling you to hydrate yourself because hydration is key. A podcast here on YouTube and on Silver Lining Spirals on Facebook. Those of you who are watching me on Spotify later, I want to thank you. And if you could please leave a five-star rating. Tonight's topic is effective communication. And I feel that I need to bring it up because so many different people for the last few weeks have had massive breakdowns in communication. And we're going to talk about a few different forms of effective communication and how that actually applies to the spiritual awakening. I want to thank you for joining me, Kimmer Minuti, here on another episode of Gaia Soars. And we are speaking about effective communication and how that affects the ascension process and in general, how that will affect your life. One of the things that people suffer from is not communicating their thoughts effectively, and that tends to cause lots of conflict in their life. Oftentimes, you will have conflict simply because you're saying one thing and the person that you're saying it to is hearing something completely different. Now, that could have something to do with your method of delivery, that could have something to do with language barriers, that could have something to do with how you were saying it and the words that you were choosing to use. All of those things are factors in effective communication. So first and foremost, you wanna start with, what do I wanna say, right? What do I wanna say? And I will be offering to you options for neurodivergent individuals and people with disabilities because there is more than one way to accomplish a task, right? And so you don't want to not get it done simply because people tell you you have to do it this way. I want you to choose the way that will work best for you so that you're able to then effectively communicate with other people. Okay. One of the things that I find specifically extremely helpful for me because I'm neurodivergent, I've got ADHD, my brain runs at like 8,000 miles per second, and yet there's nothing in there simultaneously, right? What I like to do is I like to take notes, but oftentimes due to whatever circumstances in your life or you know, inability to read your own handwriting, you can't take notes in an effective manner. So I would like for you to consider an app called Otter AI. And I will, I will put a link in my bio somewhere so that people can have access to it. It's a free app. You get 600 minutes free and it will record what you're saying and then type it out for you. It's like a transcription service, super helpful for people like me who think and talk fast and then never remember what we said afterwards. Okay. Not only that, it allows you to stop 
to refer back to your train of thought. Does that make sense? Like, so the way that I'm spieling right now, if I wasn't recording this, there's no way I would remember what I just said to you. There's no way, right? So a way that you can get ahead of yourself with that is to go ahead and put on an app that will record your voice or put on if you have just the voice text update on apple right now is actually pretty good so if you hit that button and allow it to just write down what you're saying in a notes app then you have a better opportunity to keep your train of thought and that way you don't do something that neurotypical people find highly irritating which is interrupting now, you know, if you have a group of neurodiverse friends that you will bounce around and all jump in and out of the conversation. And it tends to be kind of like, you know, a party, a word party. But often that is chaotic for others and it's difficult for them to follow what it is that you're trying to accomplish. That's just a brief introduction of our conversation on effective communication. And this is for everybody. It's not just for neurodiverse, but just know that I will be doing little side notes about neurodiversity just because there are things that we are often not talked to about so that we're able to effectively communicate. One of the first things that I wanted to bring up is the five keys to effective communication. And I found this on a website on LinkedIn called uh, by a group called Pulse. It's the five keys of effective communication by Tina Asher. And so the five ways to effectively communicate when your words work is to choose your words wisely, listen to what others say, consider your tone, inflection, and body language, write less, say more, and know when to stop. Often you can overload people when you have not figured out when to stop because you'll just say things, say things, say things, say things, say things, say things. Everybody needs time to process. So if you don't allow someone time to process, then they cannot actively and effectively respond to you in a manner that will be to both of your benefit. Okay. So you have to give, and, and then you have to also be aware, everybody has a different processing speed. So don't expect people to process information at the level that you do, and then allow them the time to, to, process what's happening and what you've said to them so that they can get over whatever else is happening in their head and then they can effectively respond to you. Another thing that I researched today, well research, I googled, is the seven C's of communication, which are a list of principles for written and spoken communications to ensure that they are effective. The seven C's are clarity, correctness, conciseness, courtesy, concreteness, consideration, and completeness. And this is from another website, uh, the four key elements of effective communications. And here's the thing about this, right? The seven C's, clarity, correctness, conciseness, courtesy, concreteness, consideration, and completeness. These overlap with the five keys to effective communication. So what, what happens is you need to get to the point right? Like oftentimes people, you've heard the saying, they're just speaking to speak. It's because they're speaking and they're gathering their thought instead of gathering in here, editing, taking out all the superfluous terms, and then saying what they have to actually say. 
a way that you can figure that out is if you're sitting in a meeting with someone and instead of zoning out, grab a pen and start scribbling all of the things that are kind of going through your mind. That way you can figure it out. Okay. That way you can figure it out so that when you speak, you're able to then say, well, what I wanted to say was these key things, right? Go ahead and set yourself up with a bullet point. Look, now I gotta, I gotta move a crystal so that I can make a point here. So you want to do something like this. So say we're, we're talking about communication. All right. So first point is, first point is clarity. Okay. Second point is concreteness. Okay. Third point, conciseness. Okay. So now when you go back to talk to somebody about it, right, they're going to be like, well, what were you thinking about? Well, I wanted to talk about this point, the clarity point, or I want to talk about this point, the concreteness point, right? That way you have a trigger in your mind to help you say what you needed to say. Okay. And it's important to practice in advance a lot of the times, especially if you're going to have a difficult conversation with someone on a topic that you're both sensitive about, or if you're having a difficult conversation with a partner in a relationship so that you can take your emotion out of the conversation and communicate what you need. Does that make sense? So that's, that's the important thing uh, but that I just kind of want to get the gist of because right now in the current astrology, we have had a shift where Saturn has moved into Aquarius and Saturn deals with a lot of societal communication and the, the structures of the society, right? And when we go through our spiritual awakening and when we go through deconstruction, what part of the things that we deconstruct is Saturn energies. And so when Saturn energies are in play and then you add in the added, <laughs> the added spice of an Aquarius who the Aquarius energy is that of something innovative, something new, something cutting edge. And most of the time they're not interested in doing the status quo. So right now we have like two very strong energies butting heads about societal norms versus living like a, like a nomad or a, or a, see, now I can't gather my word. For someone who is innovative, right? Someone who's on the leading edge of thought, someone who is creating concepts and going against the flow, you're going to see that sort of friction of energy. And then what you find in the conversations is that of just, ah, oh, you're not listening to me. You're, you're, you know, I'm trying to explain something to you that's important to me. Emotion, 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 projection, deflection, and nobody is actually stating a point. If you watch some of the lives on TikTok in the last week, you'll see a lot of that, okay? What you want to do when you're going to speak to someone is you want to go ahead and write down your points, write them down. And don't let someone gaslight you 
into being upset with you for coming to the table with a piece of paper that has a list of your thoughts on it or a printed sheet because you have problems writing so that you have a list of your thoughts on it because this is how you make sure that you're getting what you need to speak about out. Blessed evening. And now back to the show. And it's important to express yourself. Something people are not really aware of is that your chakras are paired. And so if you've had sexual, um, sexual assault, as say, sorry, I forgot I had TikTok on here. If you've had SA in your life, often you have problems speaking your truth, which means your throat chakra is blocked or imbalanced and you have issues asking for what you need and what you want from others. You're, and then you'll often say things like, well, they should know. How would they know if you didn't ask or say? There's nothing wrong with explaining to someone exactly what you want from them. And it's empowering to know that. First, you have to ask yourself, what is it that I want? And then you have to figure out, okay, now that I know what I want, how do I ask for it in a way that people will give it to me? Fair enough? Because once you make it through the first part, okay, I know I want for you to respect me and not yell at me when you speak to me, right? Let's just use that. All right, great. Now, how are you going to go speak to that person about it? Hey, person that I love. I would like for you to speak to me, but I don't want you to yell. And it makes it hard for me to hear when your voice is elevated because then I just shut down. Does that make sense? So these are the things that you want to practice. And the way, the best way to practice is put your phone up like, like this, record yourself, but pretend that the person you're speaking to is someone else. And that way you can practice your delivery. I have an extremely harsh tone extremely harsh. So this is something that I have to do myself because sometimes when I deliver a message to people, it hurts them. And you have to think about impact and intention so that what you're saying is intentional and is not harming the person as you're delivering it. Right. But you can't always save everybody and you can't always keep people happy. So sometimes you just got to say some shit. And it's going to piss somebody off. But oftentimes, pissing them off helps them come out of that comfort level that allows them to stay stuck in whatever it is that you're speaking to them about, right? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. And it's something that as you have more practice and you, you learn more about it, there's classes all over for effective communication all over the internet because people struggle with communication, which is, once again, why we're having this conversation today. Let's look at a couple of other things, right? There's three different types of messaging that you can have. And one of them is the verbal message, the words that we choose. There's the paraverbal message, how we say the words. Remember I said impact over um, intent over impact. And then nonverbal messages, which is our body language. I've covered a few points um, on how to effectively communicate with people, and we were just speaking about the three types of of, of, of uh, the three types of components of communication, which are verbal messages, paraverbal messages, and nonverbal messages. So we were talking about body language. Oof, 
body language says a lot and a lot of people who are hyper vigilant read your body language first and if you're a highly sensitive person an empath an intuitive um a spiritualist of any sort you look at people's body language you look at their energy you look at their aura and then you see a disconnect between this and what is coming out of their mouth and oftentimes that causes another problem because you are automatically going to tell people man you're fucking lying <laughs> Stop, stop fucking lying. You're lying to me because how you're acting, how you're acting and how you are speaking are two totally different things. That's one of those situations. And oftentimes people don't realize that. Then there's a secondary disconnect, right? There's a secondary disconnect that is the disconnect between communication with self and the disconnect between how you communicate in here and what you say out here. Right? So those are two other levels of, of, of miscommunication that happens. Oftentimes people will think one thing and say another, and it helps you in the spiritual awakening to come back to center, to understand you yourself and what it is that you truly want. Right? It all weaves into each other. It all weaves, weaves into each other because until you know what you want, you can't ask for it. If you can't ask for it, you can't manifest it. If you can't manifest it, you sure as shit ain't going to get it, right? So it all comes back to the way that you speak to yourself. And once you speak to yourself better, you speak to others better. It's automatic. It's automatic because you start replacing the words in your minds and the spells that you have told yourself with spells that improve and, and expand you and allow you to grow into the truth and the happiness of who you truly are, then you are able to speak to other people from that place of love, from that place of surety, from that place of healing, instead of being in a reactive, projective, deflective sort of state. We've been talking about communication. We've been talking about how it's, how it's affecting the astrology. We've talked a little bit about how it's affecting the ascension process. We've talked a little bit about how your throat chakra and your sacral chakra, which deal with um, trauma of the sexual assault type, how all of that can lead to ineffective communication patterns, okay? Another thing that can lead to ineffective communication patterns is when you're unaware of being triggered or when you're unaware or wait, not even unaware, when you're unable to listen. Because effective communication is not just what you say, it's what you're hearing. Which is why at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about writing down things so that you're able to remember what it is that you wanted to say to somebody, right? So just because you're neurodivergent doesn't mean you get to use it as an excuse to interrupt people when you could come up with other ways to remember your thoughts. We have technology that will allow you to do that. Use your technology, right? Um, and that's not to say that I don't interrupt people because I 100,000% do. Like, <laughs> sometimes I suck, right? But I try. I try to be mindful. I try to be cognizant and I make an effort to find avenues so that I'm not interrupting people because it's rude, right? And, or 
I just hang out with a bunch of people like me who interrupt each other and we just hop all over the place and that's fun too. So you have to know your audience, okay? And you have to know who you're around and you have to know whether or not they're going to be able to have a conversation the way that neurodivergent people do. Because neurodivergent people have conversations. Neurodivergent people have conversations to me, they look like uh, an infinity right? It's like you come in, you say something, and then you wander off down this rabbit hole and then someone will bring it back and you come back this way and then someone will jump in and then you'll wander off. And, and it's, and it's so much fun. It's, it's so much fun to be able to interact in that manner with other neurodivergence because there's a lot less tension from societal norm, but when you there not everybody's neurodivergent so you got to go find the people you got to sometimes you got to work the job with the neurotypicals okay cool so you need to be able to effectively communicate with them so that they a don't take advantage of you b don't treat you weird or c even just be able to ask for accommodation so that you can understand what they're asking of you better okay so these are the conversations that we're having and for those of you who are watching me on Facebook and on YouTube, please come over to TikTok with me and join our panel discussion. We're going to go till about 7.30 and we're going to have conversations about um, how to effectively communicate, how to say things in a softer tone. I had to learn that because I'm a harsh motherfucker, right? But I had to learn how to be like, Oh, let me deliver this like with honey so that I can gain more access to things instead of like pounding shit into people's heads, like not effective. Right. So how can you communicate so that you can get what you want? That's what, that's what we're talking about. All right. I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend this time with me and learn effective communication, camera community, neurodivergent style. Please feel free to go ahead and check the show notes for the other email or for the other links to some of the resources from the sites that I spoke about. If you need a session and some healing, please feel free to email me at connect at Kimra.com or you can text me at 321-578-9311. If you call my phone, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to answer it. Just text me. Okay. And just when you text, make sure you say, Hey, I saw your podcast or, Hey, I, I found you online or, Hey, and I would like a session, a conference call, a podcast interview, something like that. And then leave me your name. See, so many people don't do that. Just a simple format. Okay. Otherwise I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to ignore you. Okay, cool. All right. So Thank you so much for joining me today. Once again, I'm Kimra Minuti. This has been another episode of Gaia Soars Live. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Gaia Soars, a podcast about the practical application of spirituality with your host, Kimra Minuti. You're listening to us on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Music Podcast. If you would like to book a one-on-one private session with Kim Ramanuti, the link is in the show notes.